Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Inspire. Invigorating. Invigorating this life should be feeling energy rushing through your veins. Rid your life of those only feeding off your precious energy. Eliminate conversations that detoxify your spirit. Appreciate and be appreciated in this life. Navigate. Navigate your own journey. Make your own path. Addressing all eight domains of your life. Brought forth by Dr. Nat. Health. Education personal development, financial, environment, family, spirituality, and recreation, too. Striving for success, not only defined by financial freedom, but intertwined with peace of mind and personal fulfillment. Personal fulfillment, be all that you can be, just like the Army says. Just one can make the difference. You are of vital importance. Important, impacting each life you touch, considering someone outside of yourself, taking the time to lend a helping hand, radiating, radiating positive energy in every breath you take, every action you partake, engulfing, engulfing in your dream going beyond your wildest imagination. I, Enigmatic Mahogany, am here to invigorate, navigate, strive, Personally fulfill, intact, radiate, engulf. I'm here to inspire you with my pen. Welcome to the show, everyone. I am your host, Enigmatic Mahogany. Definitely a great happy new year to everyone. I hope everyone had a blessed Christmas holiday season, enjoying the new year. Hopefully, guys, with some New Year's resolutions that are just not plans for things that we are putting into action. A lot of times I do see many establish those resolutions, but very rarely do we stick to those resolutions. Before we get started here, as we speak about resolutions and doing our poetry to express ourselves this evening, I do want to make sure that I pay homage to our illustrious leader, Mr. Black Ice himself, for he is the brainchild behind the entire POEC organization, people of extraordinary talent. He is doing big things and shaking and moving there in Chicago. A lot of the entire sport organization, we're seeing their faces. We're seeing the wonderful, great strides that they have ended the year out and taking into the new year. Now, of course, in several days, we have to be aware that some things have to be left in 2015. Some things are not meant to go with us on our mission to the year of 2016. So, y'all, let's go ahead and get started tonight. Before we go into our New Year's resolutions, I do want to bring in a very, very dear brother of mine, no stranger to any. You all know who I'm talking about, the living miracle year after year that is here to keep it real with us, give us his testimony, and give us the rawness that we need to hear, not necessarily always what we want to hear. Greetings and salutations. Happy New Year, brother. All, how's it going, love? I'm doing, sis. I'm doing good, sis. I'm doing good, sis. 
How you doing, sis? I am doing well. The kids have really had me boggled down over the holidays. They were out of school for two weeks. So they just really got back into the swing of things. But bless, nevertheless. You know, I wouldn't want them to be still and not moving, but I must say they do keep me busy, brother. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, brother, oh, you always shaking and moving. Every time I see you, I'm hearing great things about your brother. Oh, did you establish any New Year's resolution for the year? Well, actually, I have uh, several goals in mind. One of those goals is to... Uh, uh, <clears throat> Get my get that to my book club. It's called Brother Old Poetic Sermon Chronicles of a Real Life Living Miracle. My goal is to uh, have that uh, published and released by March. Well, you know, I am here to say I am claiming it in advance. You are a multiple published poet. You are definitely a lariat in the poet world, so we greatly appreciate you. So I'm claiming that. In advance, in March, we will see Brother O coming out with his book. It's not even before March. You know, sometimes those blessings come earlier than we anticipate. So I'm claiming favor upon your goals and your aspirations. Yes, yes. I'll receive that in Jesus' name. What you say, I love it. Everything must be claimed and bowed under that amazing name of Jesus. Well, Brother O, it is always a pleasure to have you on the mic, my COEP brother, and tonight, tonight here on Inspirational Expressions, how would you like to inspire with your pen? Uh, this is a poem called Brother Old Setting Down the Fig Trees That Aren't Producing Any Food in His Life. All right, well, the stage is yours. I am ready. Now, good morning. As he returned to the city, Jesus was hungry. And when he saw a fig tree by the road, he came to it and found nothing on it but leaves and said to it, Let no fruit grow on you ever again. And immediately the fig tree withered away. Matthew chapter 21, verses 18 and 19. Our dear brothers and sisters, fig trees are the representation of those things in our lives are not producing any type of fruit whatsoever. As a tree trimmer, it is time to cut off the branches or chop the tree down altogether. New things can't grow in our lives this year unless we cut off the weeds and rid ourselves of the dead weights that were holding us down last year. New things cannot come into our lives unless we dispose of old attitudes old ideas, and old things. And new people can't enter into our lives unless we cut off some people that have our ties with them in order to get the right people around us. Now, brother, what are some examples of real-life fig trees? They are people, places, and things that are blocking our path reach our full potential. They are people, places, and things that are obstructing our God-given assignment and purpose. People, places, and things that are toxic and poisonous to us. People, places, and things that are impeding our progress and starting our growth. And people, places, and things that are the representation of both natural and spiritual death. 
I picture fig trees that spoiled and rotten pieces of fruit left in the basket of fresh fruit. Eventually, they would spoil everything around them. I picture fig trees as weeds in your garden. Eventually, they would choke the life out of everything around them. I picture fig trees as poisonous plants. You must either avoid them or kill them altogether. Now, I picture fig trees as obstacles on an obstacle course. Either you have to go around them or hurdle over them. My dear brothers and sisters, if you're currently involved in a relationship that's on the verge of a breakup or a marriage and is on its way to a divorce, if you have a friendship that is just dragging you down, if you have a job or career that is a dead end with no opportunity to advance, if you have relatives that live such a life out of you. If you have a friendship that is one-sided or a friend or a family member that is draining all of your energy or any other person, place, or thing that does not produce any type of food in your life, you have to cut that thing off, let that relationship or friendship wither away permanently. Now, here's a more lesson the parable of the fig tree. And when the disciples saw it, they marveled, saying, How did the fig tree wither away so soon? Jesus answered and said unto them, Assured I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but also if you say unto this mountain, Be removed and be cast into the sea, it will be done. Whatever things you ask for in prayer, and if you believe and have the faith the size of a mustard seed, you will receive. Matthew chapter 21, verses 20 to 22. And that is that peace, Brother O. Absolutely very timely as we are upon the new year and putting those old things of 2015 in our past, and what a wonderful representation as you're using the fig trees and having to speak to the ones that are not producing any fruit within your life. I love how you speak about Jesus being hungry. And what did he see? He saw a fig tree by the road. If he had nothing on it but leaves, you even took us to the scripture, Matthew 21, 18 through 19, let no fruit grow on you ever again. Immediately, the fig tree did what? It withered away. See, the fig trees, if you all didn't catch the message, is a representation of those things in our lives that are not producing any type of fruit whatsoever. See, for a trimmer, see, it's time to cut off the branches or, or, or chop the tree down altogether. See, new things can't grow unless we remove those weeds, rid ourselves of the dead weight that's holding us down. We ask for new things, but see, those new things, they can't come into our life until we dispose of the old things. People may say, well, how do I relate that to my real life? You know, how is that applicable? See, people, places, and things that are blocking your path, people, places, and things that are obstructing your God-given assignment, things that are toxic and poisonous to you, things that are impeding your progress and stunning your growth, a representation not of the natural, but the spiritual death. See, the way you picture fig trees is spoiled and rotten pieces of fruit just left. 
If you're currently involved in a relationship or a marriage, you're speaking to some people now that is on its way dying off. A friendship that is dragging you down. We have to remember a friendship cannot be one-sided. It cannot drain all of our energy. We must begin to remove those things. We must cut things off permanently. And to the moral of this lesson, the parable that you presented here, the fig tree, Brother O, is to say, how does the fig tree wither away so soon? And see, Jesus answered and said to them, Oh, sure, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but also if you say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, it will be done. And whatever things you ask in prayer with the faith of a mustard seed, believing you shall receive, ask and it shall be given. Matthew 21, verses 20 through 22. Wonderful analysis, wonderful scriptural reference, and wonderful relativity to each and every one of our lives. Thank you so very much, Brother O. You're welcome. Absolutely. Peace and blessings always, my dear. I pray that once again that everything that your heart can contain, all the dreams and aspirations that you have in mind, that they will come to life. I'm claiming it before March, and I'm claiming every month for the remainder of 2016 to just give you new bountiful blessings. Once again, it's always an honor to be able to call you my P-O-E-T brother. Happy New Year to you. Amen. Happy New Year to you. Thank you so very much, Brother O. That is my P-O-E-T brother, y'all, coming through, giving you some lessons, some words of wisdom, some knowledge here for the new year. Definitely want to also give a shout-out to the beautiful queen that I see in the chat room. She knows who she is, Mother Wit, all-around queen. I'm telling you, a queen with so many names. Very well accepted on every network, every genre, because with her, she brings knowledge. With her, she brings wisdom. With her, she brings awareness, and we love her to life for that. So I'm definitely wishing you everything that your heart desires as well in the new year. Up next, we're going to bring up my soul's companion, the answer to my prayers for 2015 going into 2016 with me is non other than Mr. Soleil Williams in the building. Hey, love, how are you? Hey, Mama, what's up, baby? Nothing much. I see you didn't calm things down back there. Yeah, everything is calm, cool, and collected. <laughs> <laughs> I see Leslie was wanting to be on the show tonight. She was showing out. Yeah, she wanted to buckle a little bit, but she cool now. She uh, doing dog baby hair. <laughs> well, as I started with Brother O as well, definitely want to ask you, Mr. Paul Williams, what is your New Year's resolution, and have you been sticking to it? Oh, man. Uh, mm. Let's put it like this. If, uh, if I was one of the crash test dummies in a car without a seatbelt, <laughs> uh, <laughs> on one, on one, after well, my New Year's resolution, I've been holding it down a little bit. Uh, just you know, I'm still struggling with you know the smoking, but you know, I'm working on that. Working. A work in progress. Hey, you know, we got to admit that there's an issue in order to be able to resolve and fix it. So I thank you so very much for your candor and your honesty. Any goals and aspirations you have for coming the New Year? Uh, just to be better at what I was, you know, as well, be better at who I was. 
2015, uh, and just to keep prospering and uh, believing and having faith in God, you know. And, um, and that's what it's about. As long as we are able to intensely maintain the faith, um, definitely as the old folks to the face of a mustard seed, the faith will carry us very far. That continuous and constant relationship with the Father. When you have a relationship with the Father, that is the best relationship that you can ever have. Where He will bear so many positive fruits in your life. So definitely glad to be a part of your inner circle, Mr. Soul Williams. So happy New Year to you, my king. And tonight, how would you like to inspire with your friends? Um, tonight, I'm going to read this piece. This is a new piece that I wrote. It's not new, new. Well, it's new. Um, I shared it on a couple of networks, uh, but I've been waiting and anticipating on sharing it on here tonight. So this I'm is ready. In our atmosphere. In our atmosphere. The stage is yours, my friend. Destiny has caught me, caught up with me, giving me views of future ahead. As I smile because my thoughts are of you, beautiful by soul and flesh, spiritually blessed as I feel the love God has given you. As I breathe the oxygen that leaves my lungs filled with air, exhaling because every look upon you leaves me breathless as my blood rushes through my veins. As you stimulate the vitals into surges of intellectual pulses, aesthetic, free, yet also shocking, for your love makes me heated. The way you make me feel lets me know it's real, as your eyes send me into a trance of a visual paradise of forever. As I stand by your side, I feel like I'm floating in heaven, and you are the angel giving me the tour of this internal love for keys forever. No matter what kind of weather, as I begin to feast my eyes upon the most beautiful delight, barbecue, my beautiful black queen is what it means, as my love indulge in the climate of your world, never to be mistaken, just in taking all the love you give, and the cold, your emotions become the devotions that come, that keeps me warm, and if you were the queen bee, I would be your protection. Your swarm, for you would be the bud of the flower, and I would be your stem. And if I had to grade you on the scale, it would explode because you are 110. And if I could, I would live this life forever and ever, over and over again. For you are one of a kind. You have touched more than my soul, but also my mind. A never-ending reality of love as we live on. I can feel it coming in here tonight, my love. I've been waiting for this moment all my life. Hold on. Hold on. And that's that piece. And that. Is that peace, Mrs. Tyrone So Williams? As you hold on, I too hold on. Destiny has indeed caught up with the both of us. Thoughts of you run through my mind at all times. As you speak to the soul, as you speak to the mind, we are spiritually blessed. See, as I breathe oxygen, it leaves my lungs filled with air as well. 
exhaling because every look upon you leaves me breathless. See your eyes, send me into a trance of a visual paradise of forever. FKS is what it means. See, I'm floating in heaven as well. BBQ, I, I don't mind being your beautiful black king, for you are indeed my BBK, my beautiful black king. See, love engulfs us in a climate unknown to me. And see, I will be that king B, and I will allow you to be my protection, my form. You see about the bud of the flower, you are indeed the stem holding me up. See, we grain on scale, but see, we don't stop at 100 till we go to 110. You are indeed one of a kind. You have touched more than my soul, Tyrone Soul Williams, but also my mind. And see, I've been waiting for this moment all my life, the one he kept from me. Thank you so very much, Mr. Tyrone Soul Williams, and Happy New Year to you, my dear. Happy New Year to you, too, babe. Thanks, King. All right. I see all around Queen. She's in the chat room. She's accessing via computer. Her phone is not charged, but that's okay. Because, see, with the wonderful world of the World Wide Web, we still make it available where you're able to access the show and be inspired and hopefully continue to be an inspiration to others, which I know this queen will forever do. Now, I did want to take a little, excuse me, intermission here as I wanted to speak to the New Year's as that was the theme for tonight's show and being able to leave behind things and be able to conquer some fears in 2016, being able to rise to the occasion, being able to step into your due season. And we're going to also speak about compassion as well. I've been touched Definitely at the 2016 season, all thanks to all nations, Pastor Adrian Davis, for he is truly a man of compassion and heart and love, which is something that I must say that we all need in 2016. Now, let's not be too critical. As Soul William spoke, you know, he, he's getting off track every now and then, but he's definitely trying to stay focused on his New Year's resolution. The way that many have a claim that works for them is to track your progress. And to try to find a New Year's resolution, buddy, because see, when you're doing with somebody else and you kind of have somebody keeping a watch on you, checks and balance, shall we say, it kind of makes it a little bit easier there for you. There are actually six tips that psychologists have revealed to be able to help you stick to your 2016 goals. Did you know that 40% of U.S. adults make New Year's resolutions, but only 40 to 60% of them will actually stick with their resolutions. See, resolutions are set on criticisms or misunderstood behavior. Those are the ones that likely fail to keep a resolution. You have to stay positive and focus on the healthy alternatives when it comes to your resolutions. We want to be realistic in this thing. I know for some, most popular are joining the gym. Um, I can't say I'm going to join the gym, y'all, but a definitely more healthier lifestyle, banishing junk food from your diet, flashing your alcohol intake, maybe eliminating smoking, maybe ridding yourself of the dead weight that Brother O spoke to. Now, see, the clock struck midnight about 10 days ago, y'all, around the world, and we have to make sure to be able to be a stronghold with one another. There will be fouls to shed weight, get fit, 
within the days, the weeks, the months, mostly to be discarded and long forgotten. Is it possible just one will be able to stick to their resolution? And, and the answer is yes, everyone. The main problem that Dr. John Norcus does of psychology at the University of Scranton is that people typically fail to remain realistic. One in three, unfortunately, y'all, will fail within the first seven days. Y'all, that, that's the first week that you said that, hey, I'm going to do this or I'm going to eliminate this. Within the first week, it has been said that many have eliminated this. There was actually a poll. These are facts, everyone. A poll of 3,036 adults in the U.S. found that 21% of resolutions revolve around date loss, 14% on finances and exercise, and then 10% on getting a new job. Additionally, 7% resolve to eat healthier diets, while 5% seek to manage stress better stop or reduce smoking or improve a relationship. So these are actually all things that Brother Owen told William spoke to, yet only half will be successful in sticking to their resolutions after six months. Around 30% will actually fail at their New Year's resolution within the first seven to 14 days. Now, he says, and y'all going to be real child says, it's that dose of medicine. We get us caught up with the excitement with making the resolution, but we lack the skills to follow through. And, of course, they want to be inspired and they want to be motivated at the beginning, but then that gives out within the week. They need to be able to rely on their skills, Dr. Norcus says. Seventy-one percent were successful for two weeks, while 61% were successful for one month, and then that drizzled down to 46% for six months. And see, the study notes that those success rates may be higher than average because of the constant contact with the study participants may have enhanced their behavior change. Understand the reason that you want to change. Very, very important. Dr. Ellen Langer actually speaks to this. When you make a resolution to do something other than what deeply feels comfortable for you, it's unlikely that you're going to do it. If somebody's anxious and they eat to make themselves feel good, making a resolution not to overconsume is likely going to fail. It's better for a person to recognize their relationship between stress and eating and deal with the stress. Ask yourself the difficult questions. Before a person can understand why they want to do what they do, they won't be able to change the behavior permanently. If you want to stop fighting to your significant other, spend some time figuring out why you two aren't getting along in the first place. Let's get to the root cause. If you want to go to sleep earlier, spend some time figuring out why is it that I'm staying up late. It's only then that the solutions will become obvious, which will allow you to be able to change your behavior, according to Dr. Langer. If you don't know what leads to the behavior in the first place, it's really just a matter of time before you'll break your resolution in the second place. Don't be negative. If a resolution is a criticism, you're less likely to follow through. 
Meaning when it's a criticism of yourself, such as wanting to kick a nasty habit or change your attitude. They can't be centered around the criticism. Recognizing that everything we do is meaningful in some way. And if we start off from a place of self-respect, we're more likely to accomplish many more of the things that we like to accomplish. See, some of us could also benefit from merely rephrasing the negative resolution made. For instance, let's say you want to lose 20 pounds. Rather than focus on the losing aspect, focus on the health aspect. Opt for a healthy substitute instead of depriving yourself. Be sure to provide yourself with a healthy substitute rather than drastically ripping out something that you do all the time. That's been doing in chocolate. You know, I'm a Krispy Kreme, <laughs> original glazed donuts type of girl. See, we can lose 20 pounds by increasing exercise, which is a healthy alternative. I'm going to say, I'm going to be honest, I'm not the exercising guru, but I, I definitely believe that it's going to be on the forefront of one of the accomplishments that I do want to accomplish for 2016. We could also do by choosing a healthy alternative by not having syrup, sugary or sweet foods in the home environment. Cool eggs. Sweet tea is my weakness, y'all. I'm just saying, purity, milo, they stay in my house. So I'm attempting to incorporate the water, the cucumbers, the lemons and limes in the water. Of course, track your progress. I mentioned that earlier. Um, once the resolution goes into effect, um, people should track their progress. Or arrange your environment to help you and reward your successes. And it's okay to occasionally slip up. So long as you don't allow that to derail you completely. So don't get all the way off track. And, of course, seek out a resolution, buddy. From February forward, seeking out a buddy to help you stick with the resolution and avoiding getting negative about yourself or your slip will help you stick with it. Remember that meaningful change takes time. It takes time, at least three months, y'all, before a change can really become a routine. So these are just some key factors, some motivated devices coming from various psychologists wanting you to be able to stick with your New Year's resolutions. We're going to go ahead and get back on the poetry microphone to give you all some nuggets of wisdom. Let's go ahead and go to our next call. Let's see if we have on the line. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Inspirational Expressions. Who do I have on the line tonight? Uh, this is Renata. Hey, Renata. How are we doing today? I'm good. How are you? I am blessed and highly favored. Glad to have you on the mic. Happy New Year's to you. How is the holiday season? Oh, peaceful, quiet. Hey, that's the way to be. Everybody can't have peace and quiet. I know my was excited about <laughs> With the children, of course, so glad to have you on the mic, Renata. And did you make any New Year's resolutions this year? I didn't really make any resolutions. Just a continuing of what I've always resolved to do, uh, just be healthier, uh, grow the business. So just some landmarks that I've set out to accomplish this year, but Nothing like on the, you know, January 1st, this is going to do this. I think it's just a continual process. I understand that absolutely so continuing in the favor of the healthier lifestyle and the uprise of the business as well. Now, as always, we are definitely looking for your inspiration. So tonight, Ms. Renata, how would you like to inspire us with your pen? 
Uh, I'm going to read a piece that it's kind of a piece that has evolved uh, over a period of time. It was originally written after the Jordan uh, verdict, and it continued after Michael Brown, and then it added on the last, well, I can't even say the last, but the last amount of land. Uh, it was inspired, I have a 19, well, at the time he was 19, now he's 21, and it's called What Should, What Do I Teach My Son? Uh, what do I teach my son? I, I'm looking for it. I have an eight-year-old myself, so as the years progress, what do we teach our son? The stage is yours. What do I teach my son? What do I teach my son? Do I teach him to be like Martin or Malcolm? They were both slain by the same gun. Do I teach him to be peaceful or militant, to fight or to pray, to provoke or retreat, to lead the revolution or to follow the rules, to conform or confront, to march or to take up arms, to question everything or question nothing, to obey or defy? What do I teach my son? What do I teach my son to love the hate, to assimilate or segregate, to be colorblind or color conscious? Do I teach him he is different or the same, that is equal to or better than? Do I teach him to beware or to be brave, to blend in or stand out, to tiptoe quietly or to say it loud, to be humble or to be black and proud? What do I teach my son? What do I teach my son to fear pale faces and blue uniforms or blue slash red rags and faces as his own, to be streetwise and not just smart to choose a ballot or the bullet to serve his country or to be a conscious objective to be happy-go-lucky or fighting mad? Do I teach him to worship at the cross or to kneel three times a day to the east? What do I teach my son? What do I teach my son? Do I teach him to walk faster in the rain, Trayvon, to stay away from fruit-filled trains, Oscar? No hoodies, no loud music, Jordan. What do I teach my son? What do I teach him to be like Martin or Malcolm? They were both slain by the same gun. Ferguson, stay out of the middle of Ferguson Street, Michael. When you see the black and white, comply. No, I mean run. Bullets when you pass trees, turn around. Put your hands up. No, I mean run. Lay on the ground. No, I mean stay very still. No, I mean run. March chiefing in the streets, Markham, alone. Armored vehicles, dogs, rubber bullets, by any means necessary, Malcolm. Just know that they too are that they too are armed with assault rifles, tear gas, and bombs. Sleep under the, your bed in Carrollton, Georgia, son. Your neighbor will shoot you in the sleep. Be fearful. Be a sheep. What do I teach my daughter? What do I teach my daughter? Hold your tongue, girl. Be docile. Or you are perceived as an angry black woman hostile. Ask Sandy. She should have just complied. Humble and respectful, she would still be alive. Not hanging like strange fruit in a jail cell. Cover up, shut up, put up. Don't just live, survive. What do I teach my child? What do I teach my child? By homicide or genocide, he is a target. Oh, uh-oh. I, as a mother, with a son and a daughter, as you speak to a evolving piece that continues to grow, none of us can 
say that we're no any longer blind to what we see on the news. And even if you don't watch the news, it's cascaded all through social media. It is real, and it's happening each and every day. And because of the senseless brutality that's happening in the world, it makes parents question, what do I tell my son? What do I teach my daughter? What do I teach my child? Do I teach them to be like Martin or Malcolm? Do I teach them to be peaceful or militant? To fire or pray? To obey or defy? To love or hate? Do I teach them to blend in or, or stand out? Do I teach them to be humble or, or to be black and I'm proud? Do I teach them to fear the pale faces in a blue uniform? Do I teach them to be fighting mad? Do I teach them to worship at the cross and, and to walk fast and stay away from trains? Do I teach them not to wear hoodies? Recalling Ferguson and the many other stories. Put your hands up. No, I, I mean, down. Speaking to the tear gas. Do, do, do I teach them to sleep under the bed? Do, do I teach them to hold their tongue? And she's known as this malady, rebellious African-American, rest in peace and divine. Cover up. Shut up. Put up. What do we teach our children? The stories of genocide or homicide. Do I teach them how to react as they are a target? I know this piece, like you said, is definitely not the last. We will continue to hear the story. We will continue to hear the senseless brutality that is happening. We as parents must take a stand. We must take hold of our children. Even parents and those that are not parents. Because, you know, I'm always a part of the old saying. It takes a village to raise a child. So even if you did not bore a child into this world, the children are still our responsibility. We still have to recognize what is happening. We have to love our children, for they are indeed our next generation. Renata got angry, as I'm sure we all did. But Renata took that anger, and she fueled it into a peace. A piece that I say would be a PSA, a public service announcement. How do we equip? How do we prepare our children? Thank you so very much, Renata. Oh, you're welcome. And let me just give a shout-out to the Gaspar Awards. I hope you guys will join us uh, this year in Georgia. We've actually um, spread out to eight states. So uh, just follow me, Renata Brown, on Facebook, Gaspar Awards, um, and I hope that you guys can join us this year and thank you for the opportunity to share. Oh, absolutely. It is an amazing honor and blessing to have you on the mic. And by all means, please feel free, Renata, to share on the event page um, in reference to the awards, my personal page. And when I tell you, you you're doing big things, you, you say, you know, you just maintain it. 
But y'all got to get on your schedule. I've seen that progress of 22 pounds down. Girl, if I could drop 22. <laughs> Girl, it's, it's all, you know, it's nothing to do it but to do it. Just make up your mind. And um, definitely, I'm not going to sit up here and tell you it's not a lot of hard work, but I just made up my mind. And um, just like I said, this year is just a continuance of that, of setting goals. I like to say set goals up like bowling balls and watch, knock them down. You said that. Well, you know, I got to get with a Krispy Kreme. If I can get Krispy Kreme and Milo's and here this sweet tea out, I think I can drop about 22. <laughs> you can do it, definitely. <laughs> well, I would definitely like to say with Renata, um, as far as advising those to follow you and link up with you on Facebook and social media, a very powerful message that I noticed um, a few days back. It was speaking about the New Year and New Year's resolutions and things we're wanting to continue. She put up a post, expand your circle. You may just be one connection away from your blessing. Expansion and networking and positivity is key. So thank you so very much, Renata, for sharing. Oh, you're welcome. Peace and blessings and claiming all that you desire continuation for the new year. Oh, most definitely. And a personal congratulations since I haven't saw you since your engagement. Oh, thank you, love. Well, I, am, well, I will definitely be there um, in June. Hopefully he will be on work and we will be able to be there again. But it was an amazing honor to be there. And I am looking forward to being able to link and network and just have a good time with all of the beautiful folks there. Yeah, it'll be September. September. Yes. All right. Well, you got it. I got it. Wrote down in my account. I'm going to find a post that you can put up about it. I'm going to share that time too. All righty. All right, my queen. Well, much love and blessings to you. You have a wonderful evening. You too. All right. That was Renata coming through with her wonderful, wonderful text and encouragement in bringing us back to reality. What lessons do we teach our children? So before we jump back on the phone lines here, kind of want to focus, because I'm going to help y'all. I'm going to help myself. I'm, I'm preaching to the choir, y'all. But I'm going to help you as well be able to maintain those wonderful affirmations, those wonderful goals and aspirations that you have set for yourself in 2016 and all the time. Now, I'm going to say something. Y'all may say it's a little harsh, but I'm just giving you that honest dose of medicine. It's all or nothing. As Renata told us, you know, it's not going to be easy, but you got to make up your mind to do it. See, it's that mental toughness training, 99% compliance is failure. You either go after your goals with 100% effort or don't even bother trying. You wouldn't cheat on your spouse in a committed relationship, so don't cheat on something as important as your resolution. Another key point to keep in mind is it's not about winning, but wanting to win that counts. See, winners have or whatever it takes type of attitude. They've made the decision to pay any price and bear any burden in the name of victory. Now, life will not have told us. It's not going to be easy. So as people, we have to be realistic, y'all. We've we got to accept the obstacles. See, most people run into a challenge or an obstacle and then they want to run. Have a plan to push forward when this happens. You know what's going to happen? If you're not ready to suffer during adversity, you're not going to be successful. You need to know going in that making a change is going to be hard work. 
It's not a walk in the park. It's not sunny days and rainbows. And it's not how and why that counts, as I spoke to earlier. Don't focus on how to do it, but rather why should I do it? Why do I want this goal to become a reality? So the intensity of emotion with which this question is answered will determine whether the dream comes alive or if it dies on that piece of paper that you're living on. Get crystal clear about those changes, about what you want to change. See, business doesn't work with goal setting. Don't just say, I, I want to lose weight. But get specific and say by March the 1st, I, I want to lose 15 pounds. See, like Brother O told us by March, he wants his book to be published. I'm going to eat well, exercise each day, and get really committed to doing this once and for all. Have a game plan. Set up a timeline of wonderful procrastination. See, the way the mind works, a timeline gives you something to strive for bit by bit. Now, people may think it's crazy, but focus on your self-talk. Be careful what you say to yourself because it's not always about what other people say because, see, your thoughts can dictate your behavior. You don't even realize it. But much of our self-talk is, is usually negative. Don't give in to those negative thoughts that the goal is impossible. Keep asking yourself, how can I make this happen? Now, something that I did last year, and I've seen a lot of individual groups get together, and it may help you just have spirit of believing. And the way that I saw it is I saw it in a vision board. Because it helps keep you motivated. It helps you see the end result of the goal that you're trying to achieve. For example, I'm going to use the lose weight. I know it's a big popular one. Cut out pictures of really fit people and take them on a poster board. Hang it up in a visible location, maybe on your closet, maybe on your bathroom door. See, this will reinforce the goals into your subconscious and help you push forward on even those tough days. You can also write a letter describing your life to a friend, detailing the way you want things to be a year from now, and read that letter anytime you need a listener. Give you that positive thought. Get that accountability button. Go after your goals with a partner who makes you push yourself. Don't, don't get you a partner that's going to go, oh, okay, we'll get into it tomorrow. No, you need someone that's already achieved what you're setting out after and have them coach you through it. Ignore the naysayers beyond yourself. There's going to be some people who say you can't do it and you should just leave it alone. Drop your addiction to the approval of others. Ignore them and keep pushing forward. Achieving world-class success is up low claiming. And anything means believing in yourself no matter what others think or say. Like the song in the hymn says, sometimes you got to encourage yourself. The question is, do you have the mental toughness to do it once and for all? See, I want everyone to have a healthy and prosperous 2016 and make the changes that will impact your life for the better. And I did mention a little earlier that I did want to speak to compassion. And definitely a big shout out once again to Pastor Adrian Davis at All Nations. He actually went off to Kenya on a mission trip with several other pastors. And it was his first time going. It was a little odd for him. But he made a very touching story that he presented to us. And I, I must say it's saddening. He says that when he went, there was a group of African-American ministers that went. When they arrived there on the van, it was like a stare down. The kids were just looking at him like, hey, who are you? 
But as soon as someone of the Caucasian persuasion got out, they all ran to him. And he thought, well, maybe they had been linked up before. Maybe this was the second time. Maybe they connected with familiar faces. And so he asked someone, oh, do they know him? No. And they were like, well, I don't understand. Why is it that they ran to them and not to me? I, it feels like I relate more to them. And he said, because they're not used to seeing African Americans coming and providing help. There are so many lessons that were presented. He spoke of a man that had no job and decided to be able to help third world countries. He spoke to a lot of the negativity that some people correlate with helping third world countries. It's so much happening right here at home. Why we got to go and take care of all these other countries? He said, I'm going to tackle that for you. He says, I take care of home. He does. He takes care of Huntsville. He takes care of the United States. But he said, you know, our poverty is to them being rich. He told a sad story, but yet very inspiring. He spoke about the children, and they put on different performances for them, and they did all of their activities centered around water. Little did he know they were expressing their need to him. Water, something that we take for granted here in the state. Most of us don't even drink water a lot. I can be honest. I don't drink a lot of water. I'm, t- I'm going to incorporate that. I'm going to speak that into existence. But they wanted water, and their water came from a well. And he says they dug into the water with rocks and grass, and they picked the rock and the grass from their water, and they drank it. See, that's poverty. Not being able to eat for several days at a time, that's poverty. One of the young men were adopted by the Compassion Project, and he says, you know, all my life, people told me that I would not amount to anything. I'm in the cycle of poverty. I, I can't disseminate it. I, I was born in poverty. I'm going to live in poverty and going to continue in my family. He heard that over and over again. By the grace of God, he was able to be involved in the Compassion Project. Within the Compassion Project, he met a very special man that continued to be a life friend a life relationship. And he said, you know what? If they didn't give me anything, if they didn't give me any money, if they didn't finance my education or medical, the best thing that they could have gave me is Jesus. Because I sat that Jesus, if I heard about how happy they were, I wanted to go home and give that Jesus to somebody else. So I shared this story for a couple of reasons. For us as a people, to realize how very blessed we are, how good off we have it. When we get to thinking, woe is me, there's always somebody out there that's doing worse than us. And when God blesses us, he doesn't bless you just because. He blesses you to be a blessing to someone else. It is a compassion in our hearts. They will allow us to be successful in our resolution. It is our compassion all the way around, from the pale faces, blue uniforms, black-on-black crime, 
no color specification. But if we just embody love, embody it truly, it will eliminate the rest and the worry of what shall I teach my children. If we celebrate in love and compassion, it's when you'll be touched by more than just the mind, but the soul and the spirit as well. It'll be then that we can eliminate those false and negative relationships. It can be then that we can let a loop of that baggage from 2016. It's then that we can eliminate the hate, the hurt feelings, the frustration. When we eliminate those bad negative vibes and allow positivity to step into the present, it is then that we will continue to prosper. So whether it be a third world country or maybe someone right at your back door, you never know. Allow yourself to be a blessing to someone else. Uh, allow yourself to be selfless. Because if we are selfless, that we are truly able to operate in our ministry. And see, when we follow his vision, whether it be God, Buddha, whomever you may believe in, that higher being, when we follow their vision, their provisions will be made. So continue to walk in your faith, the mustard seed faith that Brother O has spoke about this evening. And know that with your partner, with your buddy, setting those realistic resolutions, you will be able to carry through. I want everyone to stick to your New Year's resolution. And even as Renata said, even if it's not necessarily to change something, if it's simply to continue, keep it in the forefront. A vision board may not like work for you. It may be a list that you need to write down. It may be the selfie notes um, that was on being Mary Jane. You see the commercials and all those sticky notes everywhere. It, it may be that for you. Whatever it is that it's going to take, Acknowledge it. Make realistic goals. When it seems like you're falling off course, do not allow it to derail you. Review, support, and build. Review your progress. Get some support and build on your resolutions. Allow them to continue to build. You know, as a lot of people wonder, when I come about, the best thing that I can say for the New Year's resolution is going to be to understand who you are. Realize the goals that you have in mind, the goals that have not had the opportunity of hearing my signature piece. I, I, I offer you the ability to take a look at the notes, to take a look and review my page, because I know that with him, I am absolutely nothing. I am simply a vessel. As we close the end of the show, I don't want to keep you on the line for the entire piece. But what we must realize is can't stop, won't stop. See, you may be someone who you think, oh, my goodness, I've done so much wrong. God clearly cannot have mercy upon me. See, it is you that he has mercy upon whether you've had a child out of wedlock, whether you've been a thief in your day, whether you've 
lie. When I say a thief, that doesn't necessarily mean stealing from somebody. It may be keeping something from God that you know is his, whether it be in your tithes and offerings, whether it be in your time, your talents as well. Know that he can use each and every last one of us. He can use you to be a blessing and a ministry to someone else. See, God makes the choosing. He chooses you. He already had you handpicked before you were even consumed in this world. And see, God can use any one of us to be that message. It may be our life and the transformation that is the ministry and testament to someone else that inspires them and that drives them to keep going. So don't get distracted. Don't let the world tear you down. Continue to push. Continue to bleed. Continue to share in the goodness. Allow your heart of compassion to be spread throughout the world. Once again, everyone, this is Enoch Maddox Mahogany signing out for Inspirational Expressions under the POET Network. We wish you all a happy, prosperous, and productive new year. Let's sing together, y'all. Compassion, love, integrity. Peace and blessings, everyone. I'll see you around next time. Good night. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.